Ready to break an emotional sweat? Welcome to Emotionally Fit with me, Dr. Emily Anhalt. As a therapist, I know that staying mentally healthy takes work and repetition. That's why I'll share emotional push-ups, short, actionable exercises to help you strengthen your mental fitness. From improving your friendships to managing stress, let's flex those feels and do some reps together. Hey there, Fit fans. I am here today with Alexis Gay, comedian and host of the podcast Non-Technical. Alexis, thank you so much for being here with us today. Emily, this is my pleasure. I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> I always enjoy our interactions. And today I want to talk about a concept that is a little newer to me, and I'm curious if you've ever heard of it. It is this word they call compersion. Have you Ooh. heard the word compersion? I haven't, but it already sounds like something I want to know about. Just the sound of it. Compersion. <laughs> Right? It's a good one. Yeah. And, you know, I, I only heard about it for the first time a year or so ago. Compersion is a word that describes essentially the opposite of jealousy. It's the joy that we take in the happiness mm. of others, even when their positive experience doesn't involve us or benefit us directly. So compersion is a concept that's explored a lot in the non-monogamy community, mm. but I think it's a powerful one to get curious about in all of our lives. So I've talked about envy and jealousy a few times on this show. And my main message tends to be that envy and jealousy are very reasonable feelings that we all have. Mm. Often when we see other people happy or getting what they want and need, it can put us in touch with our own feelings of not having what we want and need. Mm. And sometimes we worry deep down that there isn't enough happiness and success to go around so it can be tough to see other people have it. But what's beautiful about compersion is that it is not mutually exclusive to jealousy. You can feel jealous that someone is happy and also at the exact same time, be happy for them. Mm. And sometimes that happiness for them takes root in us and we end up feeling vicariously happy, vicariously joyful. So Alexis, what do you think about this idea? Wow. I love this idea. That is such an important muscle to be able to flex, I think. And when it comes to the comedy world, there is so much jealousy and envy and elbowing. And honestly, I hate that feeling. I want to be happy for people, you know, but for those moments where it can be harder because of how it makes you feel about yourself, I like the idea of having this muscle to flex. Yeah. I definitely have heard that, especially for female comedians, it can be really tough because mm -hmm. it just doesn't always feel like there's enough room out there and that space isn't always held in the same way by the male comedians, et cetera. And I'm curious if you can share anything about what your experience has been like in that world. Oh, yeah. Sometimes you can look around at everybody else and be like, how is everybody else just crushing it every day? How is everybody mm -hmm. else happy and thriving and successful and like suddenly, oh, also super attractive? Like every just all the time. And then you have a couple conversations with close friends who are also in this field. And then you're reminded that it's like, oh, yeah, no, they all are all talking to their friends. <laughs> <laughs> about how everything is falling apart. Right. They're all super messy behind the scenes. Exactly. And so yeah. that I have to come back to that a lot because I feel sometimes when I look around, I'm like, how is everybody else doing it? How are they all doing it so perfectly? And I'm over here doing it so imperfectly. And then I'm like, what if I was looking at myself from the outside? It would look like I knew what I was doing. <laughs> Right. We say the way we describe that is don't compare your behind the scenes to everyone else's highlight reel. I love that. I love that. I love that. I love that. That is a very succinct way of this <laughs> thing that I feel a lot. And I think to your point about how it can make us feel about ourselves, I think that there is sometimes a, well, if this person wins, it means I lose. 
Or if this person gets a thing, it means I don't get that thing. Right. And my perspective for the last several years has been one of very actively choosing to believe that there is abundance in a lot of things, but specifically in success in your given field or in whatever success means to you. And so I think that idea actually informs conversion a lot, at least in my life, because it's like, hell yeah, that other person, even if it's someone who's maybe getting something that I'm getting. I think of comedy friends of mine who get incredible opportunities. I'm like, hell yes, that's great. Because in my mind, it's not like, oh man, it should have been me. It's like, hell yeah, it's them. That's awesome. Right, absolutely. I think you're spot on that sometimes the reason we feel that jealousy and envy is that it can feel like other people's success will make our own less likely or Mm -hmm. less possible. Mm -hmm. So it's understandable that we feel that way sometimes. And the push-up we're going to do today is all about exploring compersion. And I'm actually going to challenge you maybe to lean into the part of yourself that does sometimes have those feelings when other people succeed that are maybe not fully compersion. Yes. And uh, we'll explore what it looks like to bring compersion back into the mix. (laughs) I'm like, no, I'm perfect. Sorry, this isn't going to work on me. (laughs) (laughs) I am happy to accept that challenge. I want to be very clear. I certainly also feel the emotions of envy and jealousy at times. So I'm, I'm ready to go there, ready to get fit. I love it. And that's the whole point is we can have both at once. So essentially, step one of this push-up, Alexis, is to think of someone in your life that you have felt some jealousy or envy toward. Ideally, someone close in your life versus someone you've never met. Mm. So maybe it's a colleague who got a promotion you wanted, or for those listening, maybe it's a child who has been favoring your spouse a little bit lately. I know for me, what came up when I thought about this is one of my best friends who I spend a lot of time with recently started a new romantic relationship. And she's understandably spending a lot of time with her new partner. And of course, I'm happy for her, but I've also definitely felt a little jealous that this good friend of mine has a new go-to person in her life. Mm. So for those listening, go ahead and press pause here while you think of your example or keep listening to hear what Alexis shares. So Alexis, I'm curious, what example came to mind for you? Hmm. This one very specific example comes to mind because I remember how it felt to have both those feelings coexisting of, wow, I'm really happy for this person. And also it felt like it meant something was wrong about me, which is that one of my Mm. absolute best friends on the planet, who I adore more than anything else in the world, got into business school. And let me clarify, I did not apply to business school. (laughs) (laughs) It had been something that had been on my mind and something I had really thought about. But that fall, for whatever reason, like she applied, I did not. And she ended up getting in and going to an incredible program. When she told me she got in, I was truly earnestly happy for her. It doesn't take away from the fact that I was happy for her. But I will admit that the immediate next emotion was almost a, what does it say about me that this isn't me? that I've made a different choice not to go. Yeah, that completely makes sense. I think that as we see people in our lives move towards certain things, we naturally reflect on our own path and where Mm -hmm. we're going and Mm -hmm. where we didn't go, the choices we didn't make. So I really appreciate you sharing that. And we will get to the compersion part. So I appreciate (laughs) you sharing the complicated part because everyone feels that. So with that, step two then of this push-up is to get in touch with the compersion part. So the idea is, can we summon excitement and happiness for this person? 
without feeling like we have to get rid of the complicated feelings. Because mm. I think what can happen is if we feel a little jealousy or envy or those complicated feelings, and then we're happy for them, sometimes we think to ourselves, oh, well, this isn't authentic. I'm not really happy for them because I'm also jealous. But that's actually not true. These two things are not mutually exclusive. So the idea here is, can you think a little bit about what they might be feeling when this good thing happened to them? And is it nice to think about them feeling that way? Can you allow yourself to feel their happiness as your happiness for a moment? And remember, again, this doesn't mean that we have to erase or deny our jealousy. It just means we're bringing another feeling to the table too. So for me, when I did this, I thought about how much I love this friend of mine and that I want her to be appreciated. And I know that there's a type of appreciation that we get from a romantic partner that's different mm -hmm. than the kind that we get from a friend. And when I think about her receiving that, I feel genuinely happy for her. It doesn't mean I don't miss her or that I'm not a little jealous of this new person in her <laughs> life, but it does give me the opportunity to kind of enjoy her joy from afar. So for those listening, spend a minute or two gathering that compersion. And Alexis, when you think about it, I'm curious what comes up for you. I feel the tremendous sense of accomplishment of not only putting in the work to complete something and something as rigorous as master's degree application process. You know, there's tests and there's essays and there's self-interrogation and there's interviews and there's pressure all while working a full-time job. And so that must have been just a tremendous sense of accomplishment and like an I did it moment. And I know how good that feels to just be like, it worked. Because I think there is something to be said about being proud of putting in the work regardless of the outcome. But when it works, it can be that much sweeter. And so I love the idea of getting in touch with that specificity of, of how that might have felt. Because even just saying it and thinking about it, I find it so much easier to feel those things on that person's behalf. Even though, admittedly, this was years ago. But it truly does make me think of those specific emotions. I love that so much. And I think I even see you getting in touch with the part of yourself that has felt those same things when something's worked for you, when you've accomplished something. Exactly. And you're able to tap into this sort of deeper empathy that's, a, you know, a really beautiful, positive kind of empathy. Mm -hmm. That's so true. I love that. Well, the final step of this push-up, if you're up for it, is to communicate your compersion to this person. So you might send a text or an email letting them know that you're happy for them, that you're proud of them, whatever you can authentically share. Since this was years ago, maybe you just say, hey, I was thinking about you today and how proud I am of all you've done in the world and how grateful I am that we're friends, whatever feels right for you. Alexis, would you be up for sending such a text? Oh my gosh, absolutely. You know, in fact, as that example came to mind, I was even thinking that I would reach out to her and, and say basically something like that. Well, and also be like... <laughs> And if you'd like more information, please listen to this episode of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'm totally up for sending it. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> I'm so glad. And I'm curious, how do you think it will feel for you to send it, for her to receive it? You know, I think something you said really resonated with me about feeling like if we feel any sort of negative or conflicting emotion, it negates the positive emotions that we also feel. And that's something that I hadn't thought of in this context of envy and jealousy and compersion, but it actually feels pretty relieving to be reminded that you can feel a couple things at once and it doesn't invalidate any of them. And so I anticipate that sharing that sort of nuanced perspective with my friend or, or just reiterating my incredible pride in all that she's accomplished, even since then, I think will just feel so nice. It always feels good to tell your friends good things. And I think that with this new context, it'll feel even better. 
Yeah, there's something like you're now passing the joy back and forth. Mm. She accomplished this great thing. You allowed yourself to feel it. You're sending it back to her. She will feel it. There's something kind of self-perpetuating about this feeling. And I appreciate you pointing out, again, this idea that we can have two different feelings, even opposite feelings. Mm -hmm. Even, you know, hate and love can exist at the same time. Jealousy and compersion can exist at the same time. Mm -hmm. So, Alexis, I just can't thank you enough for flexing your feels and breaking an emotional sweat with me today. I loved this. This was great. Oh, I'm so glad. It's always such a pleasure. I look forward to more in the future. Yeah, see you soon, Emily. Have a great day. You too. Bye. Thanks for listening to Emotionally Fit, hosted by me, Dr. Emily Anhalt. New push-ups drop every Tuesday and Thursday. Did you do today's push-up alongside me and my guest? Tweet your experience with the hashtag EmotionallyFit and follow me at Dr. Emily Anhalt. Please rate, review, follow, and share the show wherever you listen to podcasts. This podcast is produced by COA, your gym for mental health, where you can take live therapist-led classes online. From group sessions to therapist matchmaking, COA will help you build your emotional fitness routine. Head to joincoa.com, that's joincoa.com, to learn more and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at joincoa. From StudioPod Media in San Francisco, our producer is Katie Soonku Wood. Music is by Milano. Special thanks to the entire COA crew. Thank you.